grace, mercy, and peace to you from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. When singing that carol, have you ever paused and wondered what it was all about? On the one hand, it doesn't seem to need much reflection because it clearly depicts the Christmas story. You get the angels coming and announcing to the shepherds and verses about the wise men following the star that has risen over Bethlehem. And yet, the most common word sung in that carol and the focus of its title is a word we really only use when singing this hymn, Noel. As I was singing this carol earlier this month and thinking about the beauty of the text, I paused and wondered, what is Noel all about? I could remember at one point in time being told that Noel was a word that had to do with Christmas. And so it was a very poetic way for the hymn to say, that first Christmas the angels did say, and the refrain becomes, Christmas, 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 born is the King of Israel. Now, it's not poetic or easy to sing the text with the word Christmas in place of the word Noel, so perhaps that's why it was chosen. But then we must wonder, is there more to the word than just that? When you dig into the word Noel, you find that there really is. Because in the background of the word, where it develops its meaning, we find that Noel comes to us from a variety of places, each with their own variation of meaning. First, the word Noel finds meaning in French with nouvelle or news. And that makes sense because swirling around the celebration of the Christmas story is the telling of good news. An angel appears and shares good news. Shepherds return to their flocks and share good news. The wise men come and hear good news that the Savior is born. So that first Noel, the angels did say, was to tear open the heavens and proclaim that unto us a Savior is born was an announcement that needed to be made. The shepherds agreed, so they, flew to, they fled to Bethlehem to see a child born in the city of David who is Christ the Lord. They could not help but tell others of what they had seen. Even now, Christmas comes with a component of sharing the good news. We come in part to hear the story of the good news of Jesus' birth. We come to the service to hear Luke tell us that there came to pass in those days when Caesar Augustus issued a decree that all the world should be taxed. We sing carols that tell the story of Christ's birth. We might even read the story at home with our families, reminding one another of why we have gathered to celebrate this day. We gather children around and teach them the words to away in a manger, and we celebrate Christmas so that they can understand that the presents wrapped under the tree are there to remind us about the true gift of Christmas. The gift that God gives, not wrapped in paper, but in swaddling clothes and laid in a manger so that your sins can be forgiven. Noel, yes, it certainly is good news. Good news of what happens that first Christmas day. But it's not a word that just comes from French. It's found in Old English as well, where it means to give a shout of joy. 
another great way to understand the hymn we've just sung. The first shout for joy, the angel did say, was to certain poor shepherds in fields where they lay. What did they say? Shout for joy, shout for joy, shout for joy, shepherds. His born is the king of Israel. What a great way to understand the text of this hymn especially when we get to that last verse with all one accord which means let us sing our praises together to our heavenly lord who from nothing made heaven and earth and then with his blood bought us so that our lives could be rescued from death that is certainly good news and it's good news about which we can shout for joy because that same god who spoke to make the heavens and the earth cares so much for what he created he cares so much for you that he sends his son to be born in a manger so that god would not be far off but right here in our midst it's one of the great things that you are able to see in the nativity before you tonight It brings the good news of Jesus' birth into your sight. There's no need to imagine what it may have looked like. You can see it. You can come close to it. You can reach out and touch it. This is, after all, why the king of Israel was born in a manger. So that shepherds and wise men, sheep and oxen, all people, even you, could come and be in contact with him. So that when you kneel before the altar this night and you cradle the Savior in your hands as you receive the Lord's Supper, you would be reminded that you're not just holding a piece of bread, but you're cradling the child who was born in Bethlehem, born for your salvation. And this salvation comes because he buys your life with his He pays the ransom demanded by your sin by giving his life in your place because your sin does demand its payment. St. Paul reminds us that the wages of sin is death, and so if you have sinned, someone must pay for what you owe. And that is what Christ came to do. He came into this world to take the sin of the world upon himself so that you can live forever. Shout for joy is what Noel invites us to do. Shout for joy because Christ is here. But Noel doesn't just end there because behind English and French use comes the old Latin where it means natalis, which means birth. And from the early 300s onward, natalis was born to, was tied to Christmas. It is Christ's birth. And that is what Christmas is all about. It is the day we celebrate the birth of our Savior, gathering together so that we can hear the story of the blessings that only Christ can give. Taken all together, Noel ceases to be a word that can only be used in a Christmas carol because it happens to sing well. Instead, it's a word that invites us to join into the action of Christmas. It invites you to shout with great joy with the good news of the birth of a Savior. Because that birth has happened so that you can live. Through his birth, great things will happen. And this is what is made clear throughout the hymn, that we can, with one accord, sing the praises of our Heavenly Lord. Because the good news of Christmas is that the creator of all things has taken on flesh to be with you. 
to be God dwelling in your midst. And not just once 2,000 years ago, but every time we gather and receive his body and blood and take him into our bodies so that we can carry him out into the world. God has come to dwell with you so that he can dwell in the world around us. That is why we speak of the first Noel, because you become the manger in which the Christ, the King of Israel, is laid, the person with whom he has redeemed by his own blood. So while that first Noel, what the angels did say, was to certain poor shepherds in fields where they lay, the proclamation of the angel did not end that first Christmas night. It did not stop with the wise men. It continues on from Christian to Christian to generation to generation. And every time Noel is spoken, it is spoken again for God's people. Every Noel spoken to you is to certain you, to give you confidence that the king has come so that you can be his child and he can, you can come to his father. For this is the good news proclaimed by the angel, taught by the hymn, shared by the gospel, shared by all who speak the story of Christ's birth. Fear not, for behold, I bring you great news of great joy that will be for all people. Unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. Christ has come. He has come for you to dwell with you and be here for you. Amen. Now the peace of God which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.